Lord. Red, 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 And happy February to everybody. You're listening to the Daily Corn Mill here on Kue 101.5 FM, Isla del Sur Pueblo. On today's episode, we've got Carlos Maez, Youth Program Facilitator with the Tribal Empowerment Department Brave, Pro- Brave Program. And we've got Stephanie Lopez, Youth Prevention Specialist, also with the Empowerment, De- Pro- uh, Empowerment Department Brave Program. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Good morning. Good morning. Red, red, red. Listening to a little Blake Sheldon here uh, by request of... Uh, uh, Stephanie? Yeah. All right. I'm talking about trucks. <laughs> so, um, like I said before, um, Carlos and Stephanie, they come they come from the Tribal Empowerment Department from the BRAVE program. Um, Carlos, can you tell me a little bit about what the BRAVE program is and what that entails? So, the BRAVE program is a after-school program, uh, like a prevention program where we try to inform the youth that come in about um, drugs and, and alcohol and and try to, you know, just inform them on on how it's not good for your health and, and stuff like that. Um, we also have, like, karate for them, uh, PE with Cedric. Um, so we try to implement different activities just so it's not like a classroom setting coming from their actual classroom. Okay, so um, they they're bussed over to the um, to your building, right? Your building. Correct. Jog my memory on the name of your building. Uh, um, the Tiwahum complex. complex. I had a brain. Yeah, my my brain just lapsed there. So the Tiwahum con- complex, which is located at eleven two hundred Santos Sanchez. Yes, sir. Yes. Okay, so you guys bus them from the different elementary schools over. They've gotten up up a school. They're really hyper, right? Yes. Yeah. So how, how many how many youth are you serving right now, Stephanie? I think right now we have about 80 students. 80 students. And from we just recently started um, partnering with the IMPACT program. And we um, actually go into Isleta Middle School and Isleta High School now as well. Okay. And you do programming there? Yes. Yeah. Get a little closer to the microphone, Stephanie. Uh, we can hear your beautiful voice. Okay. Everybody wants to hear that. So um, af- their after school program, they're bused directly after school. Um, we, we have uh, a couple buses running and everything. So, um, what time do you guys keep them? Um, keep keep the kids there till. Till six. Till six. We have them till six. Yes. Okay, and are they bused home or transported home, or do the parents pick them up? Um, they have the option to be transported back home or parent pickup. Okay, so uh, optional there, convenient for parents and everything. So, um, how long has the Brave program been going? Well, we just recently changed the name to the Brave program about six months ago. So it's gone through a lot of change and a lot of improvement. Okay, and how, how is it different? Like, I, I know not just the name, but, like, the services you delivered. Um, I, I can really, from as an outsider looking in, like, like see a lot of uh, different activities uh, um, that weren't there before. Um, wh- what, what kind of things are you guys doing that, that's different than what you used to? Um, well, we're still implementing the positive action curriculum. But as well as Carlos mentioned, we're doing karate, we do PE, we um, offer services afterwards, tutoring if they want to stay. Um, 
we're also concentrating more on the prevention side, giving them their prevention classes, prevention presentations. Okay, great. And um, Carlos uh, Sadai uh, mentioned to me that you're focused more on developing um, the children's physical well-being. Um, so you mentioned karate. You mentioned um, Cedric doing um, PE. I know you were um, once a college baseball player. Does that help you out with um, the implement uh, implementation? Uh, it helps me out a whole lot. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, athletics has been part of my life growing up. So, like, I know what attracts the, the kids and what, what they like. Um, also, I know what to what part to work. Um, but, yeah, um, the sports, it's, it's something right now that, that's still being talked about, what we're trying to build. Um, so it's just like, just like I said, like just trying to get them out of that classroom setting. Out of the classroom setting. Absolutely, because, I, I mean, when you've got enough of school, the last thing you want sometimes is more school. Correct. And, yeah. and they come in and they'll tell us. So we try, like I said, we try to implement different activities for them. And I think the PE with Cedric is something that they really look forward to. Uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays, and karate as well. Yeah. So, and, and um, with your with your athletic background, um, you were um, you went to high school where? I went. I graduated from Isleta High School back in. Go Indians! <laughs> Go yeah. Indians! Yeah, once an Indian, always an always. Indian. Always. Uh, I, I uh, played baseball and football there. Baseball and football. Correct. What where did you play um, when you were a football player? Uh, I I lettered for three years as a quarterback, and baseball I lettered four years as a well baseball player, different positions. Oh, okay. And and um, where where did you go on to play college ball? For college, I graduated from West Texas A and M University mm -hmm. uh, in two thousand and thirteen. Oh, wow! Where so. I I did have a scholarship to play baseball there as well. Awesome. So I I don't think uh, a lot of people like know the talent from you, your family uh, out there. Um, your brother plays um, professionally. Is that correct? Correct. My brother got drafted in twenty fifteen. He was the ninety first overall pick to the Toronto Blue Jays. And right now he still is in their farm system. Yeah, I, and one of these days I, I got to get him in there. I know he's a busy man, but, you know, get him in here. But you, you guys, both of you, um, have been just a sense of pride for the Pueblo. And, um, you know, I just want people to recognize, you know, just um, what uh, people don't understand the sacrifice that it takes. And now you're here giving back to our community through the Brave program and everything. And it's um, a good mentor. You know, I'm sure Justin looked up to you, you know, you being his older brother and everything, and it helped him on his career. So now our kids are getting that, that same um, type of mentorship. Stephanie is an enrolled um, tribal member as well. Yes. So they're seeing people from our Pueblo um, growing up there. And that's really important because um, just it, it kind of gives you something to look for when you see, you know, um, especially young people like you guys that are up and coming, that you're going to be professionals here. You're going to be here for a long time. And it gives them positive role models to look after. And, and um, just um, being a part of something, I think, pays a lot of dividends going forward and, and um, having having that, that positive role model. And I'm sure sometimes you guys get kids that act up a little bit, and it's probably because they want your attention more than anything. Yes, they they, they love the attention. Okay, so um, Stephanie, what's your favorite activity to do with the kids, you know, uh, um, in that positive um, action? Because po positive action is such a, like, book-like curriculum. We try to be more active with them. So we try to, like make activities so where they're just not sitting down reading out of a book. Um, there's different ones. For example, we have one student wait outside. I mean, we have them close their eyes, have a student wait outside, and the class has to guess which student is missing. 
And then in order to do that, they have to give hints like, oh, she has a nice smile or she's very kind. They have to give some positive um, feedback on their classmate to, so they can guess to who, who's outside hiding. Yeah, and I think that's really great because, like, in today's social media days, um, cyberbullying has become something that's just, like, like run rampant. And um, back when I went to school, I'm a dinosaur, I'm a fossil, I'm also a class of 97, uh, Isleta. So, um, you know, 10 years before you, Carlos. Right. <laughs> yeah, or, or probably more, 11 years, actually. So, um, you know, like, like, if you got bullied, it stopped when you got on the bus and got home from school and everything. And I just think kids nowadays, bullying doesn't stop. Like, it just goes on 24-7. Um, because of the social media and the cell phone. So it, it's really great that you guys are doing that that positive um, reinforcement with the kids and, you know, making them give compliments instead of just just um, bullying each other. And, you know, because I, I don't think a lot of people know, but, like, kids are just, um, you know, they, they do things to impress other kids. So, <laughs> uh, um, you know, if, if more of um, uh, more of it's positive, I, I think, you know, that, that'll help people with their self-esteem and everything going forward. So um, what kind of activities, um, physical activities are they doing with the kids, Carlos, like with Cedric, like like specific um, exercises they do or games they play there? Um, he, he tries to change it up. Um, it's not just uh, physical education. Um, he has like different games with them. They play dodgeball, um, kickball, or sometimes he'll just stick to being physical with them, like running. Um, stuff like that. But he does try to change it up. Um, just like I said, just to keep them engaged. Yeah. And if you guys don't know Cedric, uh, um, he's competed in bodybuilding before, you know, he's just uh, ripped, absolutely physically ripped. And he does um, training and other programs. So um, to have him come and, and spend some time with the kids, you know, is really good. Because uh, phys- physical fitness, I, I really feel like, like it's been watered down in the school system. Like, right. I don't know. Uh, uh, I, I ask my daughter all the time, what did you do in PE today? And she'll be like, we walked. <laughs> we walked around <laughs> the track and everything. But I know they like to like race him, too. He gives them the opportunity to race them and make them be competitive with one another. The goal is to try to beat him, but it's, it's fun to watch. Yeah, does he win? Not all the time. <laughs> no. no. Uh, um, does he lose on purpose? Uh, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen those memes of those little kids and... and yeah, um, there's a one that, that's a little bit overweight and he kind of falls behind the crowd and everything. And I, I mean, people laugh at it and everything, but at the same time too, it's kind of sad because, you know, we have an obesity epidemic and uh, really our children, um, they, they're, they're, they're really prisoners to what we do to them, either positively or negatively, and they don't control their own diets and uh, their own exercise. So just as parents, I think um, we, we need to instill like, like good habits in them and everything. So do you guys get a lot of parental... Um, support for your program? For the most part, yes. Yes, we do. We have um, our orientations, and we often have um, programs through the department, like, for example, the the gingerbread house making, and it's uh, it's been successful. Okay, so the gingerbread house making, um, can you tell me a little bit about that? It's a program um, designed to get the whole community come in with their kids, and it's right before Christmas, where they all come in and... Uh, just they just each build their own gingerbread houses. Everything is provided to them, so it's a way of getting families together in a positive environment. Yeah, that's so awesome. Because a, a lot of times we go to restaurants and, and uh, you'll see like a family of like four, right? And one kid has an iPad, the older kid has a, a cell phone. He's probably like a third grader with a cell phone already. 
and then um, you have two parents with a cell phone. There's no interaction going on, like, whatsoever there. And it's kind of sad. They're just waiting for their food, you know, finish their food, get back on their cell phone, and it's out the door. But, uh, you know, that, that um, interaction that you guys promote is really awesome. So um, I, I see your social media, and, like, um, number one, I got to say, like, if you haven't seen the Tribal Empowerment Department's social media page, you need to visit that. That's um, Facebook dot uh, um, backslash tribal empowerment department and um, it, it'll show you the activities that the kids are doing a lot of times and I saw you guys just did the Martin Luther King um, a- activity there uh, um, what was that like was that with the, um, or maybe that wasn't your section of it right no I don't believe it was us I think um, AmeriCorps or somebody had oh, the, okay. the museum yeah yeah so they brought yeah, so you partner with other departments yes too, we right? do what other departments are you partnering we with? We partner with AmeriCorps. They come in um, weekly to uh, teach the Tiwa language to our students. So they do get a language lesson once a week. Um, every age group has their designated day. They really enjoy that. Um, we also partner with Impact, who, like I said, we go to the middle school, we go to the high schools, and we just try to keep us uh, like a big community working together. All right. Um, so... Um, Moving forward, uh, it's Super Bowl a weekend, right? Is, uh, so, so who who are you rooting for, Carlos, and why? Um, it's it's hard to choose because Tom Brady's just so good. Okay, but I do want the Rams to win. And and um, do you want the Rams to win just because you want to see a different champion? Or? Correct. Correct. Okay, and go then, Rams. Go, go Rams. Rams. Okay, yeah, I think ninety five percent of the country is just Tom Brady hating, Bill Belichick hating, and everything. So, um, yeah, but I I mean like honestly, um. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. No doubt. Like, no yeah, doubt. he is. Period. Like, you know, whether you love him, hate him. And I don't know if in history we're going to see any anything like we're seeing right now. So um, it's I, I feel like you, you should enjoy enjoy it while it's happening because, you know, like uh, Robert Kraft's probably the greatest owner in sports history now. You know, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Mon, Mondo Medina, who's in the studio, he's not um, mic'd up. He's shaking his head right now. Certainly ain't Just Jerry Jones. Just seeing the same team over yeah. and over again. Okay, if we're going from economics, then Jerry Jones is the greatest yeah, owner of Cowboys. all time. Yeah, go Cowboys. Go Cowboys, right? Okay, so, um, yeah, but if we're going by championships, it's got to be Robert Kraft, right? No argument there? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, and then you had mentioned um, earlier that um, uh, you were hoping the Lakers get Anthony Davis? Yes, we want Anthony Davis. Yeah, that that would be a major coup for you guys. Yeah, get get rid of uh, Lonzo and his dad and make it happen. All that Dude. unnecessary <laughs> drama. Yeah, Magic Johnson can make it happen. So um, I, I don't get to interact with the kids like that often anymore like I used to. You know, once upon a time, I worked at Tribal Empowerment. And back then, like I knew every single kid now. And uh, um, it's been like probably six years. So the kids that were, you know, little back then in elementary school, they're getting ready to graduate from high school now. So it's 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 just insane. But uh, what are kids into nowadays? Oh, Fortnite. 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 So many different Fortnite dances. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, mostly Fortnite. Everybody, boys, girls, all ages, starting with our youngest to our oldest. It's all they talk about is Fortnite. Wow. So um, yeah, that's kind of like the new Pokemon Go, I guess. Right. It is. Yeah. I wonder if it'll die out the same. Yeah, um, other, so Fortnite's the latest trend and everything. Yeah, it's yep. it's funny. Yeah, it's funny seeing them do their different dances and t- 
telling each other, no, that's not how you do it. This is how you do it. It's okay. fun to watch. Okay, forgive my old age, but like what kind of dances are they doing? I don't know. Apparently, you can play on every, almost any kind of council. So they literally all, I don't know, they shake a lot. They bend a lot. They, it's funny. <laughs> I've, um, it's nothing. It's nothing normal. What we would describe as normal okay. dances. Yeah. So not not what you'd see at the nightclub or anything. No, definitely not. Okay. So this is Chris Gomez sitting here at the Paquitu Village with uh, Carlos Maes, Maese and um, Stephanie Lopez from um, the Brave Program, the Tribal Empowerment Department. Just reminding everybody that that that's an after school after school program that takes place every day up until six p.m. Do you guys have any activities coming up, like anything you're planning for in, in the future? I know spring break's right around the corner. Um, summer comes quickly after that. What kind of things are you guys working on? for? We um, do have our spring break session, which we um, try to take the kids out on field trips. We try to keep them active, so we have that coming up. Um, we have a lot of plan activities for the summer program as well, so it's exciting to, to get to the warmer days. Okay, awesome. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I mean, the nation's been gripped with this cold front. Like I've seen people throw coffee and watch it freeze. Colder in than Antarctica in some places. Yeah, I, I saw a video of uh, some people. I, they were somewhere in the Midwest, like um, they were driving in a meat truck and they would get into the freezer in the back of that meat truck to get warmer than it was outside. So wow. that I, I just over here that the weather being so warm on the Pueblo, like these last p couple of days have been beautiful. I've been waiting for some of that Arctic air to come in. And, um, you know, we really can't complain about the winter. No, yeah, I used my air conditioner yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, um, just based on what I'm seeing, I'm thinking we're going to get six more weeks of winter on Groundhog Day tomorrow. I don't think so. <laughs> no, yeah. we well, don't have winter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we've got we've got a winter that's more like a spring. And yes. We have a nice spring that lasts about a day, and then it's the scorching heat and wind. Yeah, so... Uh, you said you mentioned field trips, right? Uh, what what kind of places did you are you guys taking the kids to? Um, nothing is set in stone yet, but previously we've taken them to places like Bobos, Oasis. We do the the movies, um, bowling, just stuff that they'll be having fun and engaged in, where they're just not sitting down. They're constantly active and having fun. Awesome. Um, so, uh, what what how how much do parents have to pay to put their kids in this after school program? They do not have to pay. It's the, all free. Yeah, and everything a, is. Per, they do get a snack. They get. It's and everything is free and given to them. Wow. So uh, um, all, all these activities. They got physical fitness. They've got um, alcohol and substance abuse prevention programs. They've got good mentors there. Field trips. You name it. A lot of good activities. Um, learning the Tigua language, and that's all coming uh, free of charge to uh, tribal children. So, I. I, I uh, don't think people recognize just the service that you guys provide on a day to day to basis. Just saving the money with daycare, like you know, um, you know, we truly are blessed as tribal um, people, and y you get your kid picked up at school. You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about who's going to watch them after school. Um, you know, got um, really uh, good young people watching them. So, um, Stephanie, like, what are your career goals like going forward? Um, I just I have gotten a associate's degree in social work and I'm currently attending UTIP to complete my bachelor's degree in social work and move on to my master's. Okay, great. Wow, that's awesome. Social work, uh, you know, the world needs a lot of those and, you yes. know, that's truly the, the Lord's work, I'll tell you that. Um, so do you, do you feel like your experience with the youth is going to help you with that? Absolutely. My goal is to work with children as I'm doing now. So I feel like the drug prevention, alcohol, 
tobacco is very important to start young. That yeah. way we can um, stop them from going on to bad things. Just keeping them on the right path, showing, um, supporting them and guidance is very important. Okay. And Carlos, uh, what, what are your career goals going forward? Um, well, like my life has been revolved around sports. So um, my career goals looking forward, I would have to say coaching at some, at some level at some point in time in my life. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I, um, I would love to be a, a pitching coach in college. A pitching coach? Correct. Cool. Um, w- were you Justin's pitching coach? I wouldn't call it a pitching coach, but I did talk to him and, and work with him with little things here and there. Yeah. Okay. Well, so um, you've got a good resume already yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so um, you, you were a pitcher, right, also? I was. I was. Um, yeah. How hard was, how, how hard was your fastest clocked um, throw? I believe it was 97. 97, wow. You know, that's real heat. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I remember going to the Diablos, like, back when they were downtown and everything, and, and um, they had the little um, thing you could pay five bucks to throw a few balls at, and, like, I never could throw it more than, like, 60. <laughs> yeah. yeah, now I could probably throw, like, 75. Yeah, that's that's the slow speed at the batting cage. <laughs> right. You see it there, right? So um, you want to do coaching. That's your passion and everything. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so that's cool at, at the college level. That's awesome. Um, what would you say that that like for a tribal kid, you know, to follow like in, like in you and your brother's footsteps, like w- what do they need to just start doing at a younger age in elementary school? I think it's just just be yourself. It's just be yourself. Don't don't try to be anybody else or or don't do things to impress other people. And I think that's the biggest thing that I took away from my brother. Although he's younger than me, that's one thing that I did take away from him is that growing up, he was just always himself. Like, he was always doing his own thing, never tried to impress nobody. So just go out and be yourself and have fun. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. Just being laser focused on your goals yeah, right. and what they are and not getting sidetracked. Because it's really easy for, um, you know, the popular kids are doing this and, you know, they're doing this this weekend. And, like, no, I'm, I'm you know, watching film or, you know, I'm going to go out to the cages or whatever it is. And uh, making those sacrifices because they really are sacrifices in that. Yeah. Yeah, what I like best about your program, too, is that um, a lot of people in your positions, the youth prevention specialists, the youth program facilitators, it's a good stepping stone for the rest of your career. Like, um, Stephanie's going to be a social worker going by, and she already has this, like, wonderful resume for a young person. And there are um, great opportunities for you guys to be employed while you're working on your educations and, yes. you know, um, getting some professional experience and then get, getting to work with the youth and... Um, Later on, like, they get to know you and everything. Like, I, I think I remember you being in the program, Stephanie, yes. like, back when <laughs> I was, like, in one of these positions. And, yeah, it, it's crazy to see everything come full circle, you know. So, um, yeah, how many other um, youth program facilitators are there? There's about eight. I think there's two two per age group. Two per age group. Wow. Yes. So so you guys got a full staff and everything there? Yes. Well, you have to with 80 kids, right? Yes. Those, <laughs> yeah. So, and then you have, um, you, you mentioned the karate. You have Cedric that comes in. You know, so so there really are a lot, lot of people. And at the Tiwahum, um Complex, um, I've, I've really seen that. That's the former um, Socorro Entertainment Center where they used to have um, concerts and everything. But I really like the use of the facility now. It's half like emergency services and fire and then half... Um, um, for the youth, because um, back in the day, they were all crammed into the library, and we had a limit to the number of kids that we could take, you know, so... Yes, um, that's ni- it was nice when they moved us over, having our own space, the kids having their own space, so it's yeah. nice. A- and how have you outfitted the facility? Like, what, what, what types of things are in there now? 
Um, well, we have our cafeteria where we do snack. Um, we ha- we have the gym where they um, participate in all their sports activities. Um, we try to take them outside every now and then. So we just we're in all parts of the building. All parts of the building, and you got that beautiful park across the street too that yes. you can go, you take the kids to and everything. So um, you know, there's a lot for them to do and 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 everything. So, eighty kids. Uh, eight a uh, staff of about eight and everything um you guys are just doing like an excellent job so um let's go around and do some super bowl predictions here okay um stephanie we'll go ladies first we'll start with you okay mm. we're gonna predict the winner the final score and who you think the mvp will be rams jared goff that's his name right yeah <laughs> <laughs> just making sure yeah and i say the score is gonna be 24 14. 24 14. Mondo shaking his head. No. <laughs> yeah. 24 14. Okay. 24 14. Jared Goff as the MVP. You know, note it down and, you know, we'll, we'll uh, talk trash on social media. Okay. See who's the closest here. Okay. Carlos, your prediction. I think Tom Brady's going to pull it out again. I'm going to go 34 21 Patriots. And Tom Brady's the MVP? Correct. Okay. So my prediction um, in overtime. And overtime, um, I, I think um, Todd Gurley is going to go into beast mode. Okay, he'll be your MVP. And um, the Rams will win it by six. Final score will be, let's say, 34 to 28. Okay, that's my prediction. Okay. Yeah. Mondo, you want to jump on and make one? I think if the the Rams play like they did against the Cowboys, then the Rams win easily. But uh, with Brady there, um, I think it's going to be Patriots 35, uh, the Rams like 31, something like that. It's going to be a high-scoring game. Okay, so there's four of us in here. We're split. Me and Stephanie are picking the Rams. Carlos and Mando are, are, are going with the dynasty. Okay, Stephanie, you said you were a Cowboys fan. I know Mondo's a Cowboys fan. You a Cowboys fan, Carlos? No, I'm a Steelers fan. Steelers fan. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you guys are picking, uh, um, Stephanie's picking the team that took them out of the playoffs? Yes. Yeah, all right. Interesting. So um, once again, um, Carlos Maese, um, Stephanie Lopez, um, both of them from the Brave program. You can, um, uh, um, you, do you still take, have space to take, take kids right now? Or are you guys in your cap? Um, usually we open enrollment in the beginning of the school year. But I believe there is space to take um, anybody who would be willing to join us. There is space. Space. So um, if I want to sign up my child, how do I go about doing that? You would go to the library and um, register. You have to register them there. And we would uh, make transportation arrangements if needed to be. And they're welcomed. All right. So that's the Isla del Sur Pueblo Library. That's 11100 Santos Sanchez 79927. Phone number there is 915-872-8648. Uh, Carlos Maese and Stephanie Lopez, thank you for joining us here in the studio. Do you guys have anything to, to uh, add to uh, what we're doing here? Upcoming events, anything? Um, no, just thank you for having us, have, um, letting us spread the word on our, our program. Um, we hope to see more of you involved in our community events, and we're excited for all the new stuff to come. Okay, so keep, keep it tuned to uh, Kue 101.5 FM LP um, for more information about the program. Uh, we do announcements about e- events and, and um, different things that they're doing. So if you're wondering what activities are going on, not just at the BRAVE program, but the IMPACT program and the different um, things that the Tribal Empowerment Department are, do, are, are doing, keep it tuned in here. Thank you, Carlos and Stephanie. Uh, you've been listening to The Daily Corn Mill on Kue 101.5 FM. Yesterday, Del Sur. Thank you.